Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue. Uh, this one right here isn't even a full episode. I want to let you know that I'm back at it. It's your host, Left Brain. I do not have my team with me, but there is something I want to talk about. I want to talk about us men unlearning toxic behaviors and thoughts and also checking our egos. You see, I feel like we're doing a good job with that, but I just want to remind us to keep elevating and doing better. Um, And for ladies, I think the easiest way and the most blunt way I could tell y'all about our egos and what we, because a lot of us men, we think that everything good and bad starts and ends with us, right? We think that whenever something happens or whenever something is supposed to happen, the man is supposed to kick it off. The man is supposed to get it done. The man is supposed to do, you know what I mean? Like he, like we're, sometimes our egos, even if we don't mean to, we forget about a higher power. Like we really think we be, we start everything and we end everything, right? So I just want to talk to us men about humbling ourselves and uh, learning to accept that everything doesn't start and end with us and we are not the end all be all. And ladies, I think a prime, the prime example, like one of the biggest example is ask a man why you think a woman is a lesbian. I bet you some of the answers are going to be because she ain't getting the right dick or she she playing for the other team because some dude did her wrong. Never mind a logical answer, which is she's attracted to women. She's drawn to women. She's been like that. She's been liking women ever since you've been liking women, since she was young. Like, that's the logical thing. That's not, you never mind all that. The male ego will say women are dating women because of something men aren't doing right. Even though it has absolutely nothing to do with a fucking man, right? So I think that that's part of, and that's just a small, that's just a small example. Of, of, a, of a male ego I think that And even the best of us Even the best the, the guys who are Some of the best At checking their egos They're the best Until you hit something That's sensitive Like I know for me I'm big on respect Right And sometimes I lose myself Into thinking Everybody knows My boundaries And everybody knows What I mean by respect So a guy might uh, accidentally step on my shoes or step on my toes and I take that so personal because to me it's so disrespectful. Sometimes I think that I don't want to say sometimes like I think it's so disrespectful. I'm not I'm not stopping to think that this dude don't know me from a can of paint. Maybe he didn't he didn't really mean nothing by it. Maybe instead of me getting mad, I can explain to that brother like look man I don't really you know I don't dig that. I don't really run like that. That's not my thing. Or whatever, whatever I needed to do to get my point across, but it ain't necessarily got to be violence. It ain't got to be anger, and I'm getting better at that. You know, I'm getting better in my uh, my weak areas, but I still want to continue to elevate. You know what I mean? I'm, I know I'm going to forever be a work in progress, but I still want there to be progress. You know what I mean? I don't want to be one of them dudes that say I'm a work in progress, but don't nobody never see the progress because there's a lot of that we see. Uh, and the flip side to that, ladies, I want y'all to stop telling these dudes, these dudes uh, with, with the lesser brain power that you're turning lesbians because or you're turning lesbian because niggas don't treat them right. These dudes will believe you. You know what I'm saying? Like their egos are like that. They will believe you. They will say everything under the sun. And a lot of y'all women, when y'all say that, y'all just venting. I believe over more than 95 to 99% of women that say that, they're just angry and they're venting. They really don't mean that. And for the smaller percent that actually do it, 
you were probably lesbian. You were probably a lesbian all along. This is just kind of like your way of coming out the closet. I don't want to say this is your way of coming out the closet, but you're probably a lesbian all along. That's just how that's how I see it. Like I don't see just switching for switching teams as like a better option because people are people. Any if a person is going to cheat, they're going to cheat. Man or woman, if a person is going to cheat, they're going to cheat. It has nothing to do with gender, right? So. But back to this male ego thing and back to unlearning all this toxic behavior we need to unlearn. Um, I was at the barbershop with my son and I was letting this dude cut his hair or whatnot. And it was all good. Um, what I didn't understand is, you know, I did say uh, my son needs to tighten up. You know what I mean? Because he was crying in a barbershop chair when he was getting his hairline lined up. Uh, I knew I was wrong. Like one thing I wanted to acknowledge is that I was wrong by that shit because pain is pain, and my son is five years old. So if it hurts, it hurts. I don't expect him to man up and all that. But the fact that and the barber agree with me, so that lets me know that it's like, yo, we really got a whole toxic thing that you got a boy. He got to be tough. You gotta, he got to be able to take, you know what I mean, sharp ass uh, clippers to the to his head, like you know what I mean. And then I looked at his hairline and I felt bad as shit because. That shit, like his hairline, it was all these welches and he had scabs in the back of his head. And it was just like, ah, as a parent, honestly, man, because the thing about a hairline, once you get it, once you get it started, it don't make sense to stop. But if I would have really paid attention, like I should have, instead of just trying to get him to get his hair cut, I don't think I would have let that dude continue to cut his hair because I'm looking at that thing and I'm like, that shit, you know what I mean? Like he's five. That shit would hurt anybody. You know what I mean? So that kind of took me back a little bit. And it was just like, ah, oh, man. Like, So the one thing I do know for sure, we ain't never going to fuck back to that barbershop. That's one thing. And the second thing is I'm going to have to, uh, just as a father, probably, I don't want to say be easy on my son because I understand that being a black man in America, there's some things that he's just going to have to know and he's going to have to be ready for. But pain is pain, man. I can't, I can't tell a five-year-old, sit still, even though you're getting cut up with some with some hot ass razor with some with some hot ass clippers that's most likely not being taken care of like when i seen this hairline whenever because you know a lot of times they put that chalk on your hairline and you can't really man i seen them welches around this hairline man i felt bad as fuck because it was my ego as a father you know what i mean that i made him keep going and made him keep getting his hair cut honestly man I should have been paying better attention, man. That's that's my boy. I felt bad as hell when I seen this. But that was really that was just my ego. That was me. You know what I mean? Uh, aside from the fact that I really didn't notice the welches on his hairline when he started crying, because my son really doesn't like to get his hair cut. Which now I see why he hasn't had. You know, a lot of he really doesn't. As far as getting he as far as getting his hair cut, he hasn't had a lot of good experiences with people that know how to line him up. And when his mom takes him, he doesn't get lined up. He go with me, he get lined up. See, he hasn't had a lot of good experiences with people that know how to line you up without putting scabs and cuts all over your, your hairline. He hasn't had a lot of good experiences. So naturally, he's jumping. He's very young. So it's like, I think that that ego, see, the thing, that ego, fellas, and that's another thing I want to talk about since we're on that topic. That ego could lead you to being a, a toxic father, too, man. Not just a toxic boyfriend, a toxic man, a toxic father, man. That's one thing I never want to do. So with that being said, I just told myself after I, after that shit happened, man, I said, you know what, man? I'm going to do better. 
if it hurt, you know what I mean? If he flinching and it hurt, I'm making him stop. Like, I'm not I'm not even going to go with the theory that, well, he already started, so you got to finish. I'm not even going with that. Man, I'm stop. Stop what the fuck you doing. And use a razor. You do something better than that. But And also, I'm going... I'm gonna just do better as a father, man. Like that, that right there, let me know. Like, yo, you stick, you stuck your chest out a little too much, because he didn't want to get his hair cut. You stuck your chest out too much. Now look at it. Now look, he got, you know what I mean, cuts and boot, and, and you know what I mean, all that because you didn't want to say, you didn't want, you didn't want to stop. Like you don't want him to, uh, you know. So I just realized that, man. All we gotta unlearn all this toxic shit, man. So uh, anybody that, if you have an opinion on it, and you have, uh, you want to add to it. Feel free to call in. It's Junk Thoughts, Sober Tongue. We can talk about it. We can talk about everything that we as men need to unlearn, uh, especially with the millennials, because we're probably the last generation that learned all this toxic behavior. So especially with us, man, uh, we need to unlearn this shit. We need to get our stuff together. We're doing better. I think we're doing better than uh, a generation before us, but we still need to improve a little bit.